Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Warning. Warning. Liberal BS narrative alert. Yes. Yes. I spent last night and this morning digging through the next liberal anti-Trump TDS level six infection narrative coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to want to miss this show. We're going to open up right with it. <laughs> Today, right after I get to this, we got Hunter Biden, we got George Soros, we got Ukraine, Adam Schiff, impeachment, Spygate, Glenn Simpson, Fusion GPS, and who's going to tie it all for you together? Yes, the Dan Bongino Show in conjunction with his excellent support staff. Welcome to the Dan Bongino (laughs) Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Hey, I'm doing good. What are you, BS? You mean like Brian Stelter is... I, I, I found that odd. Joe was the first person yesterday who's ever emailed me, told me, talked to me or anything, who noticed that Brian Stelter from CNN is always the dumbest person in the media, the gold medal winner. His initials are BS. Uh, good job, Joe. That Thanks was great investigative up, reporting. Better good than setup. the New York Times that got suckered by the Spygate scandal. Well done. All right, folks, let's get right. right to it. Uh, today's show brought to you by buddies at Duke Cannon. We love the Duke. Listen, most resolutions don't last, mostly because self-improvement's hard. That's why Duke Cannon, Duke Canon Supply Company wants you to consider lowering your expectations this year with the moderate self-improvement box. Yes, that's what it's called. You know I love Duke Cannon products. Date night with Paula on Saturday night. She's already sitting there like, what is he going to say? Is always an epic adventure. Sometimes we wake up on Sunday morning and we have to go to church to recover from date night. It is, she's like this right now in the back. Of, yes, it is true. How does date night work so well? Well, well a little bit of a... Sometimes there's some beverages involved, but also Duke Cannon. What do you got? You got your working man's face wash right there. What do you got? You got your solid cologne from Duke Cannon right there. What do you got? You got your big ass brick of soap right there. Literally called the big ass brick of soap. And I love on the side with Duke Cannon, it has not from France and not for clowns. This is really the, some of the best products that we love Duke Cannon. Now, if you get their moderate their moderate self-improvement box, because we're making steps here. We're making steps towards self-improvement, but it's moderate. It's usually $84. For $50 for limited time, you'll get in their moderate self-improvement box. You'll get less stink with their Trench Warfare Dry Ice Body Powder. Nice, using activated charcoal. Better hair with their News Anchor 2-in-1 Hair Wash. Beautiful. Cleaner face. With their working man's face wash right there, which I love. Light citrus scent made with vitamin C to fight fatigue and scurvy. There you go. Scurvy. Wash your face like a man. <laughs> like a man washes his face right there. And wash the rest of yourself outside of your face with the big ass brick of soap right there. This thing smells like naval <sighs> supremacy. With their fresh ocean set. That's actually the one inside. This is campfire, but it's still not from France. And it's not for clowns either. Complete the program. You receive a certificate of completion demonstrating your marginal commitment to moderate self-improvement. It's a one-time offer. It's not a subscription box. It's just $50 with free shipping to the lower 48 states. All products are tested by active duty military. 5% of net profits are donated to causes benefiting veterans and active duty military. Duke Cannon. Prides itself in making its grooming goods work as hard as you do. They are holders of doors and fixers of toilets, and they want you to feel right at home in Duke Cannon country. Smell like a man. Wash your face like a man. Wash your hair like a man. Visit Duke, D-U-K-E Cannon, C-A-N-N-O-N.com. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, for 15% off your entire order. That was the greatest read in the history of advertising. Scurvy. Self-praise stinks. I know it. But it's, they love this stuff. All right. Joe, 
for the bell. Let's go. So, folks, what do we got here? So I saw these two stories and I'm going to make a connection for you because I I um I, I'm, I'm always on alert, high alert, antennas, ding, 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 going up every day for what the next liberal narrative is going to be. I'm usually ahead of the curve. Um, it's, you know, with some help from sources. It's not a uh, it's not all about me, but I have good sources. And as I told you yesterday, one of the next narratives coming out that does designed to attack Trump is going to be the uh Turk, Trump colluded with the Turks while pulling troops out of Syria. It, it's garbage. It's made up. But I, as I showed you during yesterday's show, listen to it if you missed it. Nancy Pelosi's already hinting at it now. There's another narrative forming. And if you're not like super perceptive to what's going on out there, like in there, like Alicia Silverstone from Clueless, man, you may have missed it. I'm going to tie these two stories together. Story number one, Washington Examiner, be in the show notes. Please read the show notes that accompany the show today. They're very important. They're available at Bongino.com. If you subscribe to my newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter, I'll email you these. They're important to understanding the depth of what's going on. Story number one, Washington Examiner. This is by Madison Dibble. Rand Paul to force Senate vote on Hunter Biden testimony if GOP colleagues back Democratic witnesses. Okay, uh, what's going on here? Man. Story number one. Again, I'm going to weave them together and tie it together. The impeachment articles are going to be forwarded this week, likely tomorrow or so. Those impeachment articles, the president has been impeached, unfortunately, by the tyrannical House of Representatives Democrat members who are on a on a bipartisan against vote because Democrats voted against impeachment. No Republicans voted for uh, have refused to send them over. Pelosi's under political pressure. She's going to send them over this week. The Senate Democrats claim disingenuously because they don't really want witnesses. They're just trying to basically hurt the president by getting someone to say something stupid. The Senate Democrats have to now hold a trial and they're insisting they want witnesses. The Republicans, outside of uh, backstabbing coward Mitt Romney and, you know, the typical rhino fools like Lisa Murkowski and and others who just have no guts at all. Um, they are pretty much unified against witnesses because, Joe, they make the case, which makes sense, that if you just impeach the president, and you're claiming you need witnesses to get the facts. How did you impeach the president without the facts? Bingo. Joe, is that a fair question or am That's I crazy? That's a fair question, Daniel. Thank you. So the Senate Democrats, we need witnesses to get to the facts. Are you just impeached the president. You just impeached the president without having the facts? Yeah. That's exactly what they're saying. So this has turned into a rather bizarre argument. Um, and the Republicans, some of them, like, uh, you know, uh, Mittens, uh, Mittens, who's a coward, um, you know, Mittens wants, of course, the witnesses because he's a Democrat in disguise, not even a real Republican. He never was. Uh, so Mittens is caving. So Rand Paul smartly is saying, OK, if we're going to open up the Senate trial on the impeachment articles, follow me here, folks, to witnesses, then it's only fair in a fair trial that the defense, President Trump, gets witnesses too. Joe, I'm not messing around. I'm asking yeah. you, Paula, and the entire listening audience. Yeah, I get it. I'm a partisan. I'm a conservative, but I do believe in facts. Try to take off your partisan hat for a moment and ask, answer the question. I, I'll ask it and answer, answer the question in your own head. Is that unreasonable? No. If you're going to try the president of the United States on impeachment articles and you're claiming it's going to be fair, you're suggesting that the president doesn't get to defend himself with any of his witnesses. Is that what you're saying? Well, that ain't fair. I, I'm asking you to seriously answer that. It's a fair question. Right. Well, of course, that's what the Democrats are saying uh, because they're tyrants. And they don't believe in free speech, fair trial. They don't believe in any of the Bill of Rights, for a matter of fact. I'm talking about the Hill Democrats, um, because that's what many tyrants do. 
So Rand Paul, who's smarter than uh, most of uh, the, the uh, well, practically all of the Senate Democrats and most of the fake rhino Republicans, sadly, that occupy um, the Senate, Paul said, OK, well, if we're going to get witnesses, I want Hunter Biden up there, too. Because remember, the whole core of their case is that Donald Trump, when he was on this call with the Ukrainian president, was in, interested in the corruption that the Bidens were involved in in Ukraine. Right, right. The Democrats say, well, it was a quid pro quo that, you know, he wanted information on the Bidens in exchange for military aid. There's no evidence that's true. But Rand Paul's bringing up a fair point, Joe, and saying, well, if this entire case is about Biden corruption in Ukraine, is the Biden corruption in Ukraine real? Because if it is, the United States has an interest in getting to the bottom of it. And in order to get to the bottom of it, Joe, we need to talk to Hunter Biden. Random man. Sounds fair enough to me. Nice job, Rand Paul. Yes, sir. So keep that story in your head because we're going to weave these things together in the warning BS Democrat narrative incoming. I saw this other story this morning at the Washington Examiner. Check this one out. And you may say, well, how are these two related? I don't get it. Oh, oh, that's what I'm here for. Dan Chaitlin, Washington Examiner. Again, be up at the show notes at Bongino.com. Deeply disturbing, Joe. Gang of eight Democrats are shocked, shocked, I say, by reports on the Russians hacking Burisma. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they're shy. They're stunned. They're oh. stunned in oh. sheer amazement at what's going on right now. So oh. just to be clear, there's a story in the New York Times I'll get to in a second. Hold on your head. Hold the Hunter Biden story. Hunter Biden may be forced to testify in the Senate trial about his malfeasance in Ukraine. A story emerges conveniently at the New York Times, which again, I'll get to in a little bit. Hold on to that. Conveniently emerges right at the, just totally by chance, of course, that the Russians may have hacked Burisma, which is the Ukrainian gas company that hired Hunter Biden. Now I'm sitting here this morning and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Light bulb, Eureka. <laughs> there we go. Gold, gold up in them there hills. It makes perfect sense. Some of you are starting to figure it out already. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm going to get there. I got to lay out the, I got to lay out the kind of, the, we'll walk in the yellow brick road. I got to lay little yellow bricks first though. Okay. So first <laughs> Hunter Biden may be forced to testify in a Senate trial about the job he took with a Ukrainian gas company, despite having no credentials while his dad was in Ukraine negotiating Ukraine natural gas stuff. Wow. That seems shady. Now, all of a sudden, liberal New York Times is like, the Russians hacked the same Ukrainian gas company Hunter was working for. <gasps> oh. Now, watch Adam Schiff on Rachel Maddow last night. Watch Adam Schiff, sleazeball shady Adam Schiff, discredited conspiracy theory promoting tinfoil cap wearing liar. On Rachel Maddow last night, Maddow asks him about the story about the Russians hacking Hunter Biden's uh, company he was working for, Burisma. And watch Adam Schiff look totally shocked, stunned, astonished by what's going on. Just like he was uh, just like he was astonished by the whistleblower complaint, despite the fact they were already meeting with the whistleblower. Check this out. I think the other thing that's apparent from this, if this reporting is correct, is the message that Vladimir Putin has gotten is not to stay out of American elections, but you're welcome to get involved in American elections as long as it helps Donald Trump. That seems to be the message that uh, President Trump has conveyed uh, and uh, at least the message that uh, Vladimir Putin has received. So, uh, you know, we're going to start by finding out what our intel agencies know about this. I have to say, Rachel, I'm a bit distressed to see this for the first time uh, in a newspaper report. Uh, mm -hmm. If the intel committee community is aware of this, uh, that should have been brought to our attention by now. 
But uh, I don't find it surprising. I do find it uh, deeply disturbing. And I would hope that maybe both parties can get out ahead of this, even if the president won't, and condemn uh, any Russian effort to influence the next election. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, here we go. What's that in the corner of the screen? It's the Duke Cannon. Do you catch it? So yeah. Schiff is shocked, folks. Just oh, yes. like he was shocked by the whistleblower complaint that people in his office had already organized. He was shocked by that, too, despite the word. He's shocked. He's stunned to find out that the Russians may have hacked Burisma, this natural gas company Hunter Biden was working for. Let me just put the narrative out there right now. What's going on? Because remember this and never forget it. Adam Schiff, the New York Times, Kyle Cheney, a Politico, who I got into a Twitter back and forth this morning, who's another one of these conspiracy theory promoting discredited police state supporting hacks. Anytime they need an idiot, they go to this guy to put out a story. Here's the narrative. You're going to hear it. If Hunter Biden is pulled up at that trial and some information surfaces out there about Hunter Biden, they're going to say it was Trump with the yeah. Russians yeah. hacking into Burisma. Yep. Guaranteed. Take it to the bank, sign that check, cash it, spend the money. It is done. There you go. Nothing is but the New York Times. You have to remember, folks, please, when you understand this one simple point, all of this makes sense. If you want to learn how to be a good liberal BS detector and find nah. the narratives before they start, never, ever treat the New York Times as a nonpartisan observer. It's a big mistake. You always have to ask the question, why are they writing this? And if the answer is because they're doing journalism, eh, you're wrong. You have to ask yourself, why are they doing this on behalf of the Democrats? What benefit does the New York Times have in reporting conveniently the, the day before the impeachment articles are about to be forwarded and Hunter Biden may have to testify in a Senate trial about his 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 uh, sweet little gig in Ukraine while his dad was working over there as vice president? What benefit would the Democrats have in reporting that the Russians hacked Burisma? Because, ladies and gentlemen, when the real information starts to come out, it's already devastating. But when mm. more information starts to come out about the devastating deal cut on behalf of Hunter Biden and his dad and the sweetheart deals going on in Ukraine, which I'm going to get to in a second. I haven't even tied through the Soros Antac stuff yet. You have to ask yourself, what are the Democrats hiding in Ukraine? They're obviously hiding Hunter Biden and their corruption being run through the Obama U.S. Embassy at the time. What are they hiding? And how are they going to hide the information or distract you from it when it comes out? And the answer is they're going to say, the Russians put that out there. That's Russian propaganda. Oh. I'll get to the New York Times article. If you doubt me, I'm going to end this with the New York Times article about this, about the Russians hacking Burisma. And they, they just tell you what they're about to do. Yeah. They tell you. The New York Times says, we work on behalf of the Democrats, basically. And we're going to compare this to Russian collusion. Same. Act. Before I get to that, man, this all makes sense, right? Oh, yes. Everybody get the narrative. The yeah. narrative's clear as day now. Wow! All of this Hunter Biden stuff man. is because the Russians hacked Burisma. Kind of sounds like what? Oh yeah, the Russians hacked oh, the DNC, despite oh, the fact yeah. we've never even gotten the DNC service. Yes. Sounds exactly like yes, it, right? It does. You understand? There is a level. There is a level of. I mean, just hubris on behalf of the Dem the Democrats and the media have owned the American narrative for so long. I mean this folks, I'm not kidding. And they're so not used to being challenged when they lie to you, which is often it's ubiquitous. Democrat media lies are ubiquitous. They're everywhere. They'll lie about anything as long as it advances their liberal cause. 
People like Kyle Cheney, Brian Stelter, Chuck Todd, Rachel Maddow, and their Democrat allies, Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, Nancy Pelosi. I'm not kidding. I really believe they think they can lie to you with impunity and you'll never figure it out. Do you understand the template for the collusion hoax, which has been 100% discredited and debunked repeatedly? They're now just taking the exact same template about the Ukraine hoax. This is Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. They're now colluding to attack Hunter Biden by hacking Burisma. Trump's colluding. He wants this. They're not even trying to hide it. They're not trying to hide their strategy. But outside of Hunter Biden, which is very easy to understand, vice president's kid gets a sweet gig in Ukraine, makes himself a whole lot of money, while his dad is the vice president engaging with Ukraine over issues that involve the company his son gets hired for. That's not complicated. It's very easy to understand. Mm -hmm. Grotesque malfeasance. But part two is very, very interesting about what the Democrats are really hiding in Ukraine. This is going to bake your bagels a little bit. So let me get into this one. What do you got going on back there? Paul is like playing like uh, clips in the background as if I can't hear her. I can hear. What were you doing? What was that? <laughs> Some like autoplay feature. All right. So part two, what are the Democrats really hiding in Ukraine that they're now going to say it's Russian propaganda? They hack Burisma. For that, we have to go back to an older March article by the great John Solomon, one of the finest reporters out there, investigative journalists right now, that he wrote in The Hill. This article will be in the show notes. And one of the benefits to our show notes, again, is that we bring up older articles that are now new again. And this is a fascinating piece. The title of the piece, which I strongly encourage you to read, which will explain what the Democrats are hiding in Ukraine, is this. U.S. Embassy pressed Ukraine to drop probe of George Soros during the 2016 election. We did. Crazy talk. How did that happen? Oh, yeah, we did. All right. So now we know Hunter Biden gets a sweet gig in Ukraine. And we know that the U.S. Embassy, according to John Solomon's excellent reporting, that people who worked for the Obama administration in Ukraine during the Obama era U.S. Embassy were pressuring Ukrainians to stop investigating a mega billionaire liberal donor, George Soros, who was like this with the Obama folks. Why would we be doing that? Well, maybe because some of the people they were investigating were uncovering a massive corruption scandal involving Ukrainian figures who were helping the Obama administration target Donald Trump. Wow, wouldn't that be crazy? Don't investigate them. Why? We want to keep investigating Donald Trump from Ukraine. That's why. Let's get into takeaway number one from this John Solomon piece. Again, under the headline, what are the Democrats really hiding in Ukraine? I'm telling you, the narrative is going to be this is all Russian propaganda, folks, because there's no real reporters left out there. Takeaway number one. This is a fascinating thing here, this piece. So we had a prosecutor general named Lutsenko in Ukraine who interviewed with John Solomon. And Lutsenko told John Solomon he was stunned when the Ukrainian ambassador under the Obama administration, quote, gave me a list of people who we should not prosecute. I thought that was fake, Joe. I thought the do not prosecute list was fake. I guess yeah, not. Me too. The do not prosecute list, by the way, included a founder of a group called ANTAC and two members of the Ukrainian parliament who vocally supported the group's anti-corruption reform agenda, according to a source familiar with the meeting. It turns out that the group Ukrainian law enforcement was probing 
was co-funded by the Obama administration and liberal mega donor George Soros. Wow, what a massive coinky ding. How does that happen? And it was collaborating with the FBI agents investigating then-Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort's business activities with pro-Russian figures in Ukraine. I... I, I can't I can't do it. I can't I cannot believe seriously that outside of this bubble of people, Jeff Carlson, John Solomon, Sarah Carter, Greg Jarrett, you know, me, Lee Smith, Chuck Ross. I cannot get over it that outside of this bubble of people. There is nobody interested in this story. It's only the biggest political scandal of our time. Remember the lead. What are the Democrats hiding in Ukraine that they're now going to blame on Russian propaganda? The Russians hack charisma is all propaganda. What are they doing? They're hiding Hunter Biden and they're hiding the fact that liberal mega donor George Soros was involved in his uh, his uh, his group in the funding of an operation Antac that was co-funded by the Obama administration that was under investigation by the Ukrainians for some suspicious activity. It turns out that group was coordinating with FBI officials to target the Trump campaign, Paul Manafort. Wow, that's really fascinating. Crazy how that happens. Soros's group funding a group that's targeting the Trump campaign while the U.S. ambassador under Obama at the time says, hey, don't investigate that group. Nothing to see here, media. It's all a conspiracy theory. Not done yet. Oh, not done yet. There's more. Let's go to takeaway number two from the. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> producer Joe. There is more. Takeaway number two from the John Solomon piece from March. Worth your time. Quote, senior U.S. law enforcement officials confirmed to John Solomon that the early kleptocracy collaborations inside Ukraine led to highly visible U.S. actions against the oligarch Dmitry Firtash, a major target of the Soros group and Manafort. Um, what? So j- just to be clear. Yeah. Dmitry Firtash, who is a business rival, one of the main business rivals in Ukraine of George Soros, was a target of the investigation Soros's group was funding? In conjunction with the Obama administration. Hold that little nugget. I don't know Dimitri Firtash. I'm not vouching for Dimitri Firtash. I'm simply suggesting to you takeaway number one. What are they really hiding in Ukraine? A Soros funded group was being used as a front to investigate Paul Manafort while he's involved with the front campaign, with the Trump campaign. Excuse me. Secondly, one of the group's focuses was a business rival of Soros. Dmitry Fertesh. Remember the names. Remember the names. This is going to be really cute. So takeaway number three. How did all these people come into contact with Fusion GPS and Nellie Orr, the company hired by Hillary Clinton, of course, Fusion GPS, and Nellie Orr, who has already admitted under oath that she was getting information from a Ukrainian parliamentarian by the name of Sergei Lushenko, who, to be fair, today it still insists he was not giving them information. Nellie Orr said it under oath. That is a fact. Let's go to takeaway number three. So this guy, Vachon, said Soros wrote a sizable check from his personal funds in the fall of 2017 to a new group, the Democracy Integrity Project, started by a former FBI agent and Senate uh, staffer, Dan Jones, to continue investigation into foreign interference in American elections. 
Vachon said the group asked Soros not to divulge the size of his contribution. And Soros later learned that the group hired Fusion GPS. Oh! <laughs> the same firm that was hired by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democrat Party to create the infamous Steele dossier alleging Russian collusion. Folks, so let's walk through this, okay? All of a sudden, Hunter Biden, and specifically in more umbrella terms, the Obama administration's dealings in Ukraine are becoming a key component of what may be a Senate trial. The Senate trial wants witnesses. Rand Paul's now saying, if we want witnesses, the Democrats want witnesses, then we're going to produce Hunter Biden too. All of a sudden, as if by chance, and I'll get to the New York Times piece in a second, the New York Times produces this article saying, the Russians are hacking this Ukrainian gas company, Hunter Biden worked. Why? Because they're setting up the narrative that any information that comes out at this point about Hunter Biden, however devastating, is going to be the result of Russian propaganda. They also don't want you looking into if there are other witnesses called Joe, wink and a nod, other witnesses who know a lot, like maybe Rudy Giuliani, maybe other witnesses are called in the Senate trial. They're terrified that what I just told you about Soros is going to come out. What did I just tell you? Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them and tell them what you told them. Tell me. The Obama administration, in conjunction with the Soros people, funded a group that targeted people clearly involved with the Trump campaign and who were George Soros's business rivals. That's who they targeted when they were being investigated by Ukrainian law enforcement for doing so, for targeting these people and for other potential malfeasance. The Obama administration intervened and had them had gave instructions to the Ukrainians to not look into these people. Do not prosecute. Now, to tie this little nugget together here. And then, and then by the way, they hire Fusion GPS again. The Soros-led people hire Fusion GPS to steal dossier promoters. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, who was really running this investigation? What do I mean? Don't you find it a little odd that the targets of this investigation are people Soros finds as business rivals, the Obama administration sees as political rivals, Paul Manafort and Trump, and that Fusion GPS's proprietor, Glenn Simpson, sees as investigative targets they've been targeting for years? Digest that for a moment. We've been led to believe what? We've been led to believe by media hacks that the FBI was running this investigation, that the targets they chose, Joe, were agnostic, that the targets they chose, the Trump campaign, Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, Joe, the targets were based on evidence, right? Right, evidence. right. That's what we do with the FBI. Right, right. Really? Who was really running this? Don't you find it odd that Dimitri Furtash, Andy Weissman on the Mueller probe met with Dimitri Furtash and offered him a sweetheart deal just to speak up? Furtash was Soros' business rival. What does he have to do with this? Don't you find it odd Paul Manafort became a target? Paul Manafort was the campaign manager at one point for Donald Trump, who was a rival to the Obama administration's preferred candidate, Hillary Clinton? Wait, I, I thought the FBI targeting Paul Manafort was based on evidence. 
I thought that Weissman and his FBI agents on the Mueller probe were targeting Dmitry Firtash based on evidence. Who was really running this? The answer is everyone but the FBI. You doubt me? Look at this 2007 Wall Street Journal piece. We, in my second book, by the way, Exonerated, which is still available on Amazon, which covers this in depth. We call this piece the movie script. This is a piece written in 2007, not 2017, by Glenn Simpson, who runs Fusion GPS, who was paid by Hillary Clinton. Look at this snippet from this 2007 piece. We're not going to read the whole thing, but look at the names. This is an article called How Lobbyists Lobbyists Help Ex-Soviets Woo Washington. It is a Glenn Simpson article he was writing for the Wall Street Journal where he puts a target on these people's backs, people he thinks are trying to influence U.S. politics. Look at the names that appear here, Joe. Oleg Deripaska, oh, Mm. conveniently involved in the Spygate debacle. Look who appears below that, too. Oh, Demetrio Fertash. Wow, isn't that crazy? So a guy who has nothing to do with Russian collusion at all, Paul Manafort or Demetrio Fertash, none of this stuff has anything to do with collusion in an election that's been debunked, magically appear on the FBI and the Mueller probe's radar to be investigated. But don't worry, the FBI picked them agnostically because they were just looking at the evidence. What am I saying, folks? The FBI wasn't running this at all. This was being run by a Soros-connected group in Ukraine. It was being run by a Soros-connected operation, Fusion GPS, because Soros' connected money paid Fusion GPS to continue the operation even after the Steele dossier was debunked. And it was being run by the Obama administration who targeted the Trump team in a symbiosis of idiots, all determined to not get to the facts, but to target their opponents for all of their own specific mercenary reasons. Soros' group had a business rival. Fusion GPS wanted to prove its reporting on Demetrio Fertesh was right. The Obama administration wanted to take down Trump. All of these people got together in a witch's brew of stupid to fabricate a false story, to weaponize our Department of Justice and FBI, to spy on the people they hated much, uh, most and prosecute them if they couldn't take them down via other means politically. <laughs> All right, I got to get to this read quick, but I'm gonna, on, the other t- on the other side, I'm going to wrap this segment up with the New York Times article. To show you how the New York Times and the media is in on all of this. They don't want everything I just told you. They absolutely want to make go away because they're not stupid. Folks, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Liquid IV. We would be lost down here in Florida without this product. This is one of the greatest products that we have. My wife loves this because when she runs and gets dehydrated, it was no good. She would get cramps. You know what solved that problem? This, this packet, Liquid IV, this packet of delicious right here. Maybe you recognize some of the signs of low energy, right? Decreased focus, lack of motivation, poor mood, unhappiness. Nobody wants that. Joe, dehydration can be leading, one of the leading causes of all that stuff. Liquid IV energy multiplier. It gives you sustained energy throughout the day. This is their hydration multiplier. They have their energy multiplier as well. Comes in similar types packets. Absolutely delicious. It fights fatigue without the crash. It's the perfect replacement for morning coffee and the all-natural alternative to processed energy drinks. You don't want to crash. Yeah, you feel good for 10 minutes and you crash hours later. Premium matcha and green energy blend. Tastes delicious. Provides lasting energy boost throughout the day. This fatigue-fighting boost you get from a couple of cups of coffee without the crash. It contains a mixture of teas, herbs, It's high in antioxidants, helps you improve your mood and focus. I love this stuff. I take it before I work out. 
Keeps me going throughout the day. Absolutely love it. It's a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks and coffee. No artificial flavors or preservatives. Liquid IV cellular transport technology delivers an optional ratio of nutrients for more efficient uptake. It has enhanced rapid absorption into the bloodstream, gives you a lasting energy boost fast. You're not going to want to miss out on this product. Like I said, it comes in packets just like this. Drop it in the water. Tastes absolutely delicious. Powers you through your days. Fuels long days at work. Gets me through really tough shows and nights. I love it. It's non-GMO, vegan, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. It's TSA-friendly. They're single-serving packets you can bring along for travel. I love it. It is a great product. It helps me keep my mind sharp throughout the entire day. Ladies and gentlemen, pick it up today. And while you're at it, get their Hydration Multiplier 2. is one of Paula's favorite products. Don't be dehydrated anymore. Great product. Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Bongino at checkout. Stop being tired. Beat the fatigue. Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use promo code Bongino, 25% off. Just go to liquidiv.com, enter promo code Bongino. Get better hydration and energy today. That's liquidiv.com, promo code Bongino. Don't wait. Start fueling your adventures today. Liquid IV Energy Multiplier. Can't recommend it enough. Send me your reviews. You're going to love this stuff. Stop crashing in the middle of the day. This is for you. All right. Back to the show. So as I said, the New York Times is not dumb. They're full-time liberal activists, and they've been instructed by their liberal bosses and masters as they're sitting there doing their boot-licking, butt-kissing, sycophantic routine to get out the narrative quick that anything that comes out negative about Ukraine is going to be Russian propaganda because they're colluding with Trump. So here's a New York Times article. This was just, this is just peachy. What a perfect little drop yesterday, coincidentally time. New York Times yesterday, given my fandy dandy hand signal there there you go thank you miss paul uh new york times russians hacked ukrainian gas company at center of impeachment by a nicole pietra whatever and matthew rosenberg of course always involved in liberal activism full-time they worked at the new york times so listen to this uh, folks again after what i just told you you, you just this is so transparent you, you'll see right through this from the new york times piece it's not yet clear what the hackers found folks or precisely Ooh. what the Russians were searching for. But the experts say the timing and scale of the attacks kind of sounds like the DNC nonsense, right? Suggest <laughs> the Russians could be searching for potentially embarrassing material on the Bidens. And make no mistake, folks, I'm ad-libbing here. When it comes out, the New York Times are going to blame this on collusion again. <laughs> this is it. This is, here they go on. This is the same kind of information that Mr. Trump wanted from Ukraine when he pressed for an investigation of the Bidens and Burisma, setting off a chain of events that led to his impeachment. You get it? Oh, keep that up there. You get it? You get what they're doing? Anything that comes out from this point on, the New York Times is going to say, this is what Trump wanted from Russia and the Russians dutifully provided it because collusion part two, folks, the sequel. Collusion strikes back. What was the second Lord of the Rings thing? The two towers of collusion. What was the sequel to aliens? Collusion. Who was collusion? Alien collusioners. Remember, it was alien and aliens. Collusions. This is the sequel. Collusions. What are some of the other great sequels? Were there any other great? But. I haven't seen either, so this is kind of embarrassing. But the Godfather of Collusion, Part Two. You have collusions, you have collusion strikes back, and then you have 
the godfather of collusions, the sequel. This is it. Here they go. Anything that comes out will be blamed on Donald Trump, just like they blame Donald Trump for the terrorist Iranian mullah shooting down an airline. Absolutely. This is how sick. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Don Bongino. It's con- yeah. <laughs> Mr. Corleone, is this, is this about to happen? Am I in tr- are we all in trouble here? Am I getting on the wrong side of the mob? Is this a bad thing? Should, I, should we cut this segment out? You have nothing to worry about, Mr. Bongino. Just keep on exposing the truth. I, I don't mind being on the wrong side of Democrats. Being on the wrong side of Corleone, I'm not so sure it's a good idea. And I haven't even seen the movies. I know. It's an embarrassment. But when I first met Paula, she had the DVD set in her house in her little apartment in Bayside. In one of the most humiliating moments of my life. You had the DVD set, right? And uh, she's like, I love this movie. I'm like, you know, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. She's like, you haven't seen The Godfather? She was going <laughs> to, that was it. Like the date was almost over. We would not be married today. I don't know how I recovered from that humiliating moment, but I have not seen The Godfather. <laughs> but this is the sequel. All right, but without further ado, back to the New York Times. There's a second part of this. So they're setting up collusions, collusion strikes back, and The Godfather of Collusion, part two. Here we go. The Russian tactics. <laughs> the Russian tactics are strikingly similar to what American intel agencies, remember the same ones that told the Spygate was a hoax show, Say was the Russian hacking of emails from the Clinton campaign chairman and the DNC. Get that off. Get that. I can't. I can't even expose my audience anymore <laughs> to this stupidity. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please listen. Go get yourself. Not that they're doing this for you. Go get yourself a bar of Duke Cannon because it's not for clowns. And, it's not, and wash yourself of the stupid. Take it out here. Let me open the box. Take it out. Here's the Duke. Rub it in. Here you go. There we Underneath go. your armpits, your face. Ah. and Here, armpit here. Rub yourself clean using the not for clowns, do cannon, big ass brick of soap, and wash yourself clean of the stupid we just exposed. And while you're at it, take a little face wash, a little squirt, there you go. You go. rub it in yeah. your face, That's wash it. your face, face on top, wash your face there. Yeah. This is what you have to do. Got something on your cheek there, right. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the lower. Okay, this is going to make the replays. Okay. <laughs> this is up there. Drew, put this in our best of bloopers reel this week. It's not a blooper. I did it on purpose. Right? And then lather yourself up with the Duke Cannon solid cologne because the stink of the New York Times nonsense is all over you right now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to do this to you. <sighs> I apologize. But listen to me. I don't want any of you, I'm a very serious, I know I joke around enough, but I don't want any of you to be blindsided by what's coming. You're already ready for the turkey hoax. I'm not talking about the gobble gobble Joe doing the genocell yeah. read turkey hoax. I'm talking about the turkey, the country hoax. They're going to say Trump colluded with the Turks to pull troops out of Syria to benefit the Turks. There's, they have no, they just made that up. There's no evidence that at all. We're not even out of Syria. I wish we were. Now you're ready for collusions. Collusion strikes back, the sequel. He colluded with the Russians to get information from the Ukrainians about Hunter Biden and Soros and the Ukrainian corruption. And therefore, what he got from the Russians is all propaganda. None of it's real because he colluded. That's one of my favorite segments we've ever done. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. I really thoroughly. All right, I have to move on. I have one final sponsor because I got a lot. Of, I got a lot to get to. I teased this 
There's, there's a lot going on, including more AOC hijinks, <laughs> shockingly. Um, a fascinating story about how liberals, again, just expect you to be stupid and say things that are totally untrue. Economic myths are their favorite because they think you won't actually do your homework. My audience is smarter than that. We'll get to that in a second. All right, my final sponsor I want to welcome on board, our friends at Ashford University. Start your master's degree today, folks. Ashford University, welcome on board. Really happy to have you here. Listen, flipping the calendar creates endless possibilities. A new decade, a new year. There are new and exciting opportunities all coming your way. You just have to be ready for them. And it all starts with earning your master's degree today at Ashford University. New year, new opportunities for you. Make this the year you advance your career by earning your master's degree. Get started today at Ashford University. Folks, listen, it's convenient. It's flexible. Ashford University is an online master's degree program, which allows you to learn at your own pace. You can study wherever you're the most comfortable learning. Ladies and gentlemen, I took advantage of online learning in one of my graduate degrees. It was it was challenging, but it was one of the most rewarding experiences. Remember that, Paula? One of the most rewarding experiences of my life. I kid you not. I'm not fudging the numbers on that, folks. Take one course at a time. Ashford University's six-week long courses allow you to take one course at a time. You don't have to overwhelm yourself. Being enrolled in one class at a time means you're considered a full-time student. It is easy enrollment. The GRE, GMAT, and other standardized test scores are not required for enrolling at Ashford. Ashford University is fully accredited by WSAC Senior College and University Commission. Get ready and grab and take a hold of these new opportunities today. Start your master's degree today. Enroll now by going to ashford.edu slash Bongino. That's Ashford. A-S-H-F-O-R-D dot E-D-U slash Bongino to start your master's degree today. Ashford.edu slash Bongino. Check them out today. Welcome on board, Ashford. Happy to have you on board. Okay. So I, I teased this story yesterday, and it's important because we have an election coming up. And again, the media is not interested in the truth, reality. We already know that. I don't want to rant all day about these dopes. But they'll say things that are simply untrue with the hope you won't look them up. Um, and the facts and data almost never comport with media BS narratives. So one of the narratives you're hearing often, Joe, especially, and you'll hear it in the debate tonight, which Trump is counter-programming with a rally. Brilliant idea, by the way. You're going to hear in a debate tonight that, the economy may be doing well, Joe, but it's really not helping the working man. Inequality is getting worse. Okay, All right. that's a lot. That's <laughs> yeah. total, complete, nonsense, BS, garbage, made-up crap, horse manure that the facts and data totally, completely refute. But Democrats lie. That's what Democrats do. And their media sycophantic, ass-kissing allies do the exact same thing. It's just a lie. It's a lie. So let's expose the in economic inequalities getting worse under Trump. Hoax. It's a hoax. It actually got worse under Obama. You can't say that. We can say that. It's true. Let's look at this Wall Street Journal piece, which is beautiful from yesterday. It's beautiful. So elegant. And there's simple charts from liberals who have a tough time with reading comprehension. The, economic, the economy's inequality dividend. Growth is lifting low-income workers in the middle class by the Wall Street Journal editorial board. That can't be true. No. We heard economic equality is getting worse under Trump. That headline's got to be fake news. Yeah. Well, let's go to the actual data <laughs> provided by, by the way, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which is a government entity, not a news outlet. 
again, that doesn't matter. I don't expect liberals to get their heads removed from their rectums and actually tell you the truth. But let's just try data anyway and see if a sane, rational actor on the Democrat side may be paying attention. It says, quote, the comparative data are striking and mostly ignored by the press. Shocker. During the first 11 quarters of the Trump presidency, Wages for the bottom 10% of earners. In other words, folks, for the liberals listening, the poorest among uh-huh. us. Wages for the bottom 10% of earners over 25 rose an average of 5.9% annually compared to 2.4% during Barack Obama's second term, according to the Bureau of Labor uh-huh. Statistics. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, where's my red flag? Yeah, we, need, yeah. the red, we need the red flag. <laughs> I don't have the red flag anymore. I'm like, oh, it's, I got to get if we have like this new office, cabinets, everywhere, Throw the studio stuff. No. All right, use the Duke cabinet. Red flag on the field. <laughs> Penalty on the field. Sorry, Duke. I love your stuff. No disrespect. Red flag on the field. We're challenging the play. So let's just be clear. The government's own data shows that the poorest among us that their wages have rose twice as fast in 11 months as they did under eight years of the Obama administration. And yet these stupid, hapless, ignorant Democrats and their media surgically attached lips to the collective asses of the liberal establishment are telling you (laughs) Trump is causing economic inequality. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how people are this stupid. Do you have, uh, I was going to ask for me, do you have any concern about your credibility? Obviously not. They parrot the collusion hoax and collusion part do. Uh, I get that. But did you think we weren't going to check this? So the people, the poor among us, you're claiming are being hurt by the Trump economy, are doing twice as well as they did in 11 months as they did under eight years of Obama. And we're supposed to buy that. Lap it up like like thirsty dogs. (laughs) Do you think we're as stupid as you are? Wait, it gets better. I didn't even get to the second half. Because in the interest of time, I want to get through this whole piece. Here's takeaway number two from the journal piece. Yeah, yes, there's more. Thank Wait, you. there's more. It's like an info board. Wait, we need Fritz. Put up part two. Less educated workers have also seen the strongest gains. Wait, wait, time out. That can't be true. Less educated workers have seen the strongest gains. That can't be true. Ooh. Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, AOC, their media allies have all told us that it's the highly educated elites. The elitist snobs are making all the money. They're seeing all the gains and the less educated workers are being left behind. Okay, back to the actual facts and data. Facts and data time, liberals. You can tune out now. Oh, no. Wages have risen for less educated workers. At a 6.1% annual clip for workers over 25 without, without, without a high school degree. And 3.9% for those with some college, both about three times faster than during the second Obama term. <laughs> Wait, <hold on. laughs> Wait, this is the worst. This is the main. This is like uh, wages have also grown, but to a lesser, lesser degree. Liberals, that means less. That means like the opposite of greater than is lesser. Remember the little like sign, less than, greater than? I know you have a tough time with basic facts and stuff. Wages have accelerated to a lesser degree for college grads to 3.2% from 2.2%. You took that down earlier. Lucky I remembered that there. Paula's got a little itchy trigger finger today. Get a hold of yourself over there with the trigger finger. So just to be clear, 
the college grads, elites, the elitists, the rich snobs, the liberal dopes and their media sycophants have been telling us are making out, Joe. They're making out. All of us are being left behind are actually seeing their wages and income grow at roughly half the rate of people without a high school diploma and with a little bit of college. You understand these people are lying sacks of... We're on the radio now at KBC, so I got to be careful. It's not so easy to buzz stuff out anymore. KBC, Los Angeles, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Yes, I got confused there for a second one time. Some of you may have caught that. You understand the story's totally made up, right? It is, and it's not only is it totally made up, it mimics the collusion hoax in that the collusion hoax, there was collusion, but it was on the Democrats. So think about this. This is what the Democrats, this is how slimy and sleazy these losers are. Economic equality got worse under the Obama administration. Lower income workers, less educated workers, and those at the bottom of the income scale are gaining in the, the 11 months of the Trump presidency, the first 11 months, gained more dramatically than they gained in eight years under Obama. And they flipped the script to make you believe the opposite is true. It's the same thing with collusion. Trump colluded with the Russians. No, they colluded with the Russians. President Trump was on a call with the Ukrainians and made a deal. No, the Democrats made a deal with Ukrainians and Soros and their group and Fusion GPA. I just explained it to you. They're just flipping the script because they know media bootlickers like Kyle Cheney, Chuck Todd, uh, uh, Roswell Rach, and uh, what's his name? Uh, BS. <laughs> BS, Brian. We'll just call him BS around. And BS, BS Costanza. They know that they will continue to parrot this stuff and they expect you'll do no homework. Thankfully, you have this show because you work for a living to discern what's true and what's not. Now, for the liberals who can't read, which is sadly are many. Oh, stop. You're insulting the liberals. I don't care. I'm not interested. Sorry. Go to a different show. I don't care, folks. I'm sorry. Listen, we got to wake up to the battle. You think these people like you? Oh, if we're nicer, they'll be really cute to us. I'm sorry. It's not me. Paul and I have been fighting about this all week. Not really fighting, but like a back and forth all week. She thinks I'm the angry guy. I am the angry guy. I have a bad temper. That's not a secret. And liberals piss me off. That style may not be for you. But I'm not going to stop. I'm not taking this anymore. And I know a lot of you feel the exact same way. This fight matters to me. And I'm really PO'd about it. Now, for the liberals who can't read, legions of them, here is a visual. If you want to see the visual, you can go to the article, The Economy's Inequality Dividend, or you can go to youtube.com slash Bongino, subscribe to our video show. It doesn't matter if you see it or not. It's a simple chart, ladies and gentlemen. It's even... Even color-coded. My guess is it's color-coded because liberals need color codes because they're so stupid they can't even figure out data when it's non-color-coded. It is a chart of median weekly earnings on an annual basis by age and education in the first 11 quarters. Excuse me, I was saying months before. Forgive me, folks. I got, It's quarters. So strike the months. It was quarters. Of the first 11 quarters of the Trump administration compared to the Obama administration. What does this simply say, folks? You will see that this, again, is a chart of income gains, that the red line is the Trump gains and the Obama line is the blue line. Now, Paula, come back to me. Now, the chart is horizontal. 
here's the Trump gains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the Obama gain. Again, for liberals, if you're having a tough time visualizing this, what we're doing for the audio audience, okay? The bar lines for Donald Trump are a lot longer, meaning income has grown more. Oh. <gasps> so let's do the visual again. Joe, uh-huh. get ready. Okay. I know you're not a liberal. Oh, no. But here we go. Mm-hmm. Trump gains. Oh. Ooh. Oh. 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 Long. Back. Yeah. Obama gains. Short. I know you need visuals. There you go. Oh. (laughs) What did I do to my... What? I can't. I wake up every morning like I can't believe people. How can you be... Do you ever bother you you're lied to every day? How did... Can you tell me how you refute that, please? What is your suggestion? That the... BLS is colluding with the Russians, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, that they made all that up, that it's another collusion hoax. What? How do you refute the data that is so clear as day that you are BSing the American people? How do you refute that? It's frustrating. It really is. All right. I took a little long on that, but let's come up. All right. This is the new rules section of the show. You know the new rules, right? For you older listeners, new rules, we win, you lose. Stop lecturing me about ah, morality. Listen, I get it. I go to church for that. You're looking for morality within government? Give me a break. You ever see that movie, uh, what, is, what is it, Primal, Primal Fear? There's this movie, Primal Fear. Uh, I can't yeah. say the hot quote because it's not friendly for, the, for kids, but you'll get the gist of it. And the guy's a lawyer, and he says, uh, what is it? <laughs> he's asking about justice in court. He's like, justice in court? You want justice? Go to a, mm, and it involves certain illicit activities. You know what I mean? You're not going to find no justice. In court. Well, you ain't going to find no justice or morality in politics either. If you're looking for that again, you may have to find new material somewhere else. Cause you ain't going to find it anywhere in politics. Politics, is a dirty game full of filthy people who don't care. And if we don't play on their level playing field, we're all going to get smoked. And we're all going to find ourselves subject to a collusion scandal one day, because it's time to fight back. It's a new battlefield morality here. We're in the trenches against these people. And I don't really care anymore about how we got to fight back. As long as it's in the bounds of personally decent moral behavior, which I have limits on because of my own faith, folks, I am not, I'm not constrained by these rules anymore. You can't do that. We got to be nice. You be nice, not interested. So in the new rules segment, Washington Examiner story, which is a good one. I was in uh, yesterday's show notes. Again, subscribe to my newsletter. We'll send these articles every day. But there's a suggestion out there that a Supreme Court's uh, vacancy becomes open. And again, I'm not wishing I mean that on anyone. I'm dead serious when I say that. It's not a joke. But if a vacancy were to come open, a Supreme Court, uh, Washington Examiner editorial board says Republican Senate should vote on any new Supreme Court nomination, uh, Supreme Court nomination this year. Now, Joe, mm-hmm. the mainstream media, New York Times, all these hacks, what do they say, of course? You can't do that. We have an election coming up. Mitch McConnell said that when Obama uh, uh, wanted to appoint Merrick Garland, that we shouldn't appoint someone in an election year. No, that's not what he said. That's not what he said at all. Mitch McConnell said, being that you're a Democrat president and we are Republicans in the Senate elected by the people, that we have to do our due diligence and let the election take place. I don't care if you think that's right or wrong. Liberals, you sound like a hypocrite. No care. Not interested. Not even a little bit. You think we're going to take lectures from you? The collusion hoaxers? By the way, that's not, again, that's not what McConnell said at all. But of course, you'll lie about it. 
But folks, I'll be honest with you. Even McConnell said otherwise, I don't really care. I'm not interested in your opinion anymore. You can't say that, Dan. You'll upset them. They won't see in the end how we're the good guys. Oh, yeah, okay. Keep the coffee plugged in for that one. Waiting for the good. You'll burn your coffee pot. The coffee will evaporate. You're waiting for the liberals to think we're the good guys? We win, you lose. Wake up to the fight we're in, please. You're darn right if a Supreme Court vacancy comes open. It's fill that sucker in two weeks, Mitch. <laughs> and I asked him when I was guest hosting Fox and Friends if they would fill it. And he said, yes. Good job. Cocaine Mitch strikes again. Here's another one in the new rules segment. We shouldn't do this. It's not nice. The Democrats have their debate tonight. We should give them their, their time in the sun. No, yeah. no, we shouldn't. Washington Examiner piece. Trump rallies designed to divert attention from Democrats and prevent front-runner breakout by uh, Rob Crilly. Story again, be in the show notes today. This is great. Nice job. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can't even jab anymore. My left shoulder is so bad. It's like this. <laughs> I got to jab with my right arm now. Like Rocky, when he hurt his arm in Rocky too. It was such a stupid story. Switch to Southpaw. No, switch to say he was a Southpaw. Remember? Yeah. Can you imagine? I boxed for a long time. Fighting the world champion. All of a sudden, you're a Southpaw and you switch. Like, no, no, I'm going to fight this. You get destroyed. But hey, whatever. It's the movies. I read that that happened, by the way, because he dislocated his shoulder and they had trouble doing the training stuff, which I found pretty fascinating. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Yeah. <laughs> But just to be clear, I fully back the Trump decision to do this. So what they're doing is the Democrats have a big debate tonight before Iowa. The Trump team's like, yeah, we're not even hiding it, which I love. Yeah. Stick it right to them, babe. Right to them. They says, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could give you your debate time and give you the stage, but we won't. We're going to have a rally in Wisconsin in a swing state tonight. I love that. Matter of fact. May say, wow, this may be a bridge too far. Don't care. Not even a little bit. I think Trump should hold a rally the night of the Democrat convention, the night they give the speech. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, my gosh. You'll violate all the rules of, 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 common, of common decency. They call us traitors, racists, misogynists, anywhere to accuse the president of being an agent of Putin. I don't really care anymore. I'm not kidding. The president should hold a rally and a speech and down the block. Where's the DNC convention this year? I think it's in Milwaukee. Hmm. Yeah, it's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The president should hold a rally the night the DNC, the nominee, speaks right down the block. Time for the double barrel middle finger with no middle fingers because it's it's a semi-family friendly show. Sometimes. Paula wants me to be more like Mr. Rogers sometimes. She thinks I'm a little too hyper. Yes, she does. Who are the people in your neighborhood? We'll come in. We'll be, you know, I mean, she must be, I don't, I, we, we got to cut that out. Drew, Drew, Joe, you got to give a blank spot in there. Leave the blank spot. We have to put that in. That may be copyrighted. I'm not well, sure. I, 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 Can we sing it? Is that, is that I, what Paula? What's so Paula is, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Paula is the consciousness behind, she saves us from a lot of stuff. I'll leave the stuff out. But are we okay with well, that? they weren't the right words. Okay, we're okay. So you can <laughs> Drew, take that, but leave it they in. They were the wrong Who words. Who are the people? <laughs> it sounds, Paula agrees, close. it sounds so bad. No one will actually <laughs> confuse it with Mr. Roger. <laughs> Very funny. All right, I got to run. It's an hour into the show. I had a few more things we'll get <sighs> to tomorrow. But I just want to leave it with this. New rules, folks. No more game time. 
They want witnesses in their Senate trial. Rand Paul's right. Get Hunter Biden's caboose and sit him in that seat. Matter of fact, get George Soros in there too. I want to hear what he has to say about this funding. Get Dan Jones, get everyone. They want to hold a rally. They want to hold a debate. We'll hold a rally. New rules. Supreme Court opens up. You nominate that person tomorrow. Sit him down in that seat next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Dan Bongino Show. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Trying to get the 400,000 subscribers. We are almost there. YouTube.com slash Bongino, Paul. YouTube.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe today. We really appreciate it. See you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.